This podcast is being brought to you by our friends at Rib It Up, the finest barbecue around. Find them on the web at ribitup.com. Henry Irby III was born in 1962 here in Birmingham. Former deputy chief and interim chief of the Birmingham Police Department and the current interim chief of the notorious Brookside Police Department. Y'all, we can go back up in Brookside. <laughs> Irby graduated from Parker High School in 1980 and earned his Bachelor of Science in Criminal Justice from Bethel University in McKenzie, Tennessee. He enrolled in the Birmingham Police Academy in 1985 and spent his entire 32-year career with the department. Irby attended a program for law enforcement executives at the FBI National Academy in Quantico in 2007. You a fed? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was actually just for executives. It's okay. A, it's a sampling of what the FBI goes through, and it's also a process in which you get to meet law enforcement executives from around the country and also around the world. Gotcha. In 2018, doctor retired, and as they say in the movies, they just keep bringing him back. Dr. Irby, tell me a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I am not one. I enjoy listening to jokes and expressing myself as I hear those jokes, but I am not a joke teller. <laughs> but now I can tell that you are. <laughs> so if you can help me out, that will be great. All right. First of all, we're going to put you in the boo column. Boo. With, 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 with Randall, because y'all are the only two that didn't tell a joke. But I'm going to bail you out simply because y'all are my two favorite people. Now, if you have nuts on the wall, what you got? You got walnuts. Walnuts. Yeah. I love it. If you got wall, if you got nuts on your chest, what you got? Chestnuts. Chestnuts. <laughs> this isn't hard. It's not hard. <laughs> now, if you got Nuts on your chin, what you got? You got you a got dick me. in your mouth. Oh. <laughs> See, I definitely don't know that. I definitely don't know that. All don't right. <laughs> All right. You told me to bail you out, man. You can't you can't monitor the joke now. I cannot and you brought it. <laughs> You brought it. <laughs> so, um, seriously speaking, um, like, usually I go friend, the conversation about our friendship, then professional, you know, but 
Like, I just can't help but start right here, right? Henry Irby, thank you. Thank you from this community. Thank you from this city. Thank you for from this region because every time we at a crossroads, every time we in trouble, you bail us out. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I am so serious. I am so serious. And it, it's just, you know, I was joking about, are you a fed? I was literally wanting to point out at that point, like you have so much training, so much experience, so much. You are like super cop. And here again, this region is in trouble. Brookside is in trouble. We couldn't even go up through there for a minute. I'm just joking. Actually, they were not racist at all. They had no problems taking money from anybody, black, white, old, young, male, female. So I I just want to be sure I was that was caught up as a joke. But anyway, um, what did it feel like when they called? Does does a sense of pride come over you like, you know what I'm saying? Because we the community be needing you. At the time, it wasn't about a sense of pride. It was about um, wanting to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I was proud that they tapped me, mm-hmm. but I wasn't looking for it. I saw what was occurring on TV as we all were right. following the story. Right. And it was very disturbing. Yeah. It was very disturbing. And so when I did have an opportunity to take the challenge, I jumped at it. because How did it come about? Come on, tell tell us the story. Well, I can't tell you the whole story. Okay, tell us the part. But I can tell you you that um, during a series of phone meetings and Mm -hmm. in-person meetings with the mayor, um, we sitting down and talking about the particulars and what the expectations were and whether or not I would have his support, mm-hmm. um, I jumped on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it just, I'm tired of them putting interim in front of your name. I want to be, I want to say it. It is what it is. I'm tired of interim being at the front, every time you the police chief, you deserve to be the police chief. Well, I appreciate that, but I've come to learn that God puts me in the right place at the right time. Yes, he does. I wasn't you expecting bailed, you bailed to be out. at Brookside. Yeah, I man. really was not. I was enjoying my time at home with my daughter. I had even started doing substitute teaching really? in the area the first week, That's I had started doing substitute teaching because they weren't need for it. Yeah, you know, and um, I wanted to be close to my daughter also. Yeah, in case she needed me. But um, this came about, and I saw this as a greater need. Yes, yes. But now tell me, tell me about the substitute teaching. <laughs> what grade were you teaching in, well, and what was that like? Actually, I was at Hueytown Intermediate. Okay. Which was the third through the fifth. 
but I worked with the school nurse. Okay. As a health aide. Okay. And it was funny because she really, really needed to help. You never know what's going on. Yeah. Until you get in there. That's right. Right. But she told me that my mannerism and my way with children really helped her. Yeah. I was there for an incident um, that a student accused her of saying something that was not true. So, again, in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Uh, Don't know why that happened, but it did. Yeah. yeah. And I had the opportunity to speak to his parents. Okay. And they were very, very receptive. Okay. Okay. Well, let's back up a little bit and start. I didn't realize you were that much older than me. (laughs) You finished in park in 80? Right. Did you play sports? I played basketball um, for Park of my freshman and sophomore year. Uh Um, I grew up in Smithfield. Yeah. And I played a lot of football and and baseball, a lot of tennis. Okay. So I was very, very active in that way as a young student. Has, you know, um, know, we've been close and we're very – you know, open with our friendship right. and our love, and we're always very, you know, uplifting. You always are just, you know, you, I don't know, maybe it's your eyes, man, but you just <laughs> always, I feel like, you know, I've been in the presence of a brother, that somebody that loves me and whatnot. And, man, like, I'm just so proud of you. What about the, your your neighbors and whatnot? I know everybody is just bouncing off the walls, and how does the family uh, look at this because it's you're so under the the spotlight, right? Even more so than I would think, you know, in, in Birmingham, Absolutely. because of of what's going on. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, some people are concerned, mm. but they need not be because I know that God has my back. I'm not worried about that, and it's wow. all about doing the right thing. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, you know, treating people with respect and dignity. Uh, no matter who they are, yeah. Even if they're a suspect, yeah. Suspects have rights too, yeah. You know, and you do the job the way you need to do it. Um, but if you keep in mind, if you do it the right way, it doesn't matter if anybody has a camera on you or mm. not, because you're doing it the right way, right? And that's your character, right? Or that should be your character, right? Let's take a minute to pay some bills right quick. And when we get back, we are going to talk some more to the Brookside Police Chief. No interim. Searching for some delicious barbecue and soul food. Get some at Birmingham's Best at Rib It Up. Located at 831st Avenue North. Call and order today at 205-328-7427. That's 205-328-7427. Usually we get right into this or that, but I was we were talking offline and I was about to ask you a question, but I want to ask it to you here. In my mind, this is not a hard fix. Is that right or wrong? Is that accurate or inaccurate? Because and let me set that up. What I'm saying here is that, look, you've been doing it this way. You know, it's wrong. You need to be doing it this way. 
We gonna have some procedures and whatnot, but we all know, we all know what's right and wrong now. Is it that simple? Or no, turning the ship is is a a serious thing. That's a good analogy. Um, You can't just turn the ship around completely when it's at sea like that. Mm -hmm. It takes time. the mentality of how you're going or the process and what you're going to use to turn it around is easy mm-hmm. because it's all about doing the right thing, like I said before. But we have to look at the rules and regulations, their policies, mm-hmm. um, how they treat people. And then beyond that, we have to make sure that our mind is straight, mm-hmm. that we're law enforcement and that we have a job to do, which is to protect and serve the people of Brookside and those who come through it. Mm-hmm. And we need to do it in a professional manner. Mm-hmm. We need to treat everybody the same. Right. Now, that's the simple part, mm-hmm. if your mind is straight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now, if your mind is not straight and you don't think you can do that, perhaps being a police officer at at Brookside Police Department, it's not for you. Mm-hmm. You may want to go somewhere else because those are the standards mm-hmm. that we will live by. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't make it any more plain than that. No. If you were given the opportunity to push a button, and 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 that there's one thing you could change one thing to fix the situation there. What would it be? It would be procedural justice. And what I mean by that wow. is we all in law enforcement have to look at how we operate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I can't give this segment of people tickets and then not this segment of people Mm -hmm. tickets because of one thing or another. Mm -hmm. We have to be fair to everyone. So they were literally trying people right there on the road. Well, I can't say that. I mean, I don't know. I know what the allegations are. Mm -hmm. I do. I know that some allegations, as we were discussing earlier, some allegations will not be true, but too many of them will. Mm Mm-hmm. And one allegation is enough to be bad. Right. You know, we can't tolerate that. We have to treat everybody the same. No ifs, ands, or buts. Um, from the police officers to their supervision to the courts, we have to treat people right. Period. It seems like you're getting a lot of support, in which is strange here in this uh, state of Alabama, from Democrats, Republicans, like it just seems like everybody is on board to help you. Is is that just smoke coming no. across on TV no, or are they smoke. really there for you? No, it's not smoke. People want the Brookside Police Department to do well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mayor wants to have a police department. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the citizens want to have a police department, especially if they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And I've gotten a lot of support locally uh, from state um, representatives. Um, 
city mm-hmm. representatives from other cities. Um, what about other police? What oh, about yes, other, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yes. My email blew up. My my Instagram blew up. <laughs> Everything blew up saying, congratulations. We need you there. You can do a good job. And that's the other thing. <clears throat> no one knows more what's going on in the community than the people who live there. Right. I mean, that's just common sense. That's right. So if you're not treating the people in the community right, why would they feel as though they can trust you with information? Mm. They can't. So we cannot exist without the community. That's right. We can't. And that's why community policing is so important. What is that going to look like in Brookside? We talk about community policing and whatnot. What what will that look like in Brookside? Right. So right now we only have four officers. Okay. So we have to make sure our house is in order before we bring in any more. Right. Because I want them to have a solid foundation Mm -hmm. as they come and police there. Okay. No ifs, ands, or buts. Expectations known, marching orders known, do the right thing. So that means high visibility throughout the community. When officers have time, getting out of the vehicles and talking to citizens, letting them know that they care about their concerns mm-hmm. and helping them. Yeah, It's not just about, it's never to me been about just locking people up. You can't arrest yourself or arrest the city out of issues. Okay. People will be arrested. People will get tickets. But those will be people who deserve it. But you still have to do that with respect. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts. So you have full support from the the, the uh, mayor. Yes. You told me that the people in the community yes. are embracing it. Yes. Um. What can we do to support you, man? I mean, you know, I'm going to put my prayers behind you and I'm going to put you on this podcast, but what can the community do? Well, that's the first thing. Um, Your continued prayers. Always. And follow us. Because like I tell anyone, whether it's an activist or somebody just wanting to shout and scream, Mm -hmm. if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, then that should open your eyes and then you do the right thing. Just don't say, I know I'm doing the right thing because Mm. it depends on who you ask. Mm. Right? Right. You know, it depends on who you ask. Right. And so I need to listen to you. We can't take that for granted. No, no, (laughs) you can't. You can't. Um, Law enforcement is always learning. Always learning. And so if we fail to listen we're not doing the community well. We have to listen. Have you turned in the tank yet? <laughs> we have we have vehicles and some other equipment that we have to turn in. And I'm looking at training, uh, records and rules and regulations and things of that nature to make us a more professional agency. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What were your thoughts when you heard they had a tank, man? Because we were talking about how, like, you were sitting up. It's funny. Like, one minute you're looking at it like me, just an observer. And the next minute you're in it. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, 
the the wildest of like the tank. What did you think about that? From well, a, from a from a from an executive police administrative perspective, like what what did that make you think? My questions are always why. I like to keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. but I still want to know from you <laughs> what you would think. Why? Right. Uh-huh. Why do you have it? Some items that they have, um, and the city itself is in a floodplain. Okay. And so um, to get supplies to different areas and things of that nature, I can see Humvees and stuff like that. Sure. But um, the personnel carrier um, was a big why. Yeah. And so that's something that uh, we gave back. Yeah. Or we will be giving back. Um, again, looking at the rules and regulations as to the why and then talking to the the officers there, why, why, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. Yeah, just because it you're asking a lot of whys right well, now. it gives them an opportunity to think about their answer. Mm-hmm. Do we really need that? Mm-hmm. How does that really affect community policing mm-hmm. how does it affect the perception of the public mm-hmm. so I'm trying to get them to think and to be a part of the solution now let me play and I might not be playing devil's advocate because I kind of little little bit of this is real like you know I'm not I'm not of I'm not from the mindset of you know passive policing and not I believe you can you can arrest everybody in the room and we gonna have peace I mean like (laughs) I why not have a big show of force you know what I'm saying to be intimidating to you know dissuade if you will people from committing crime now I'm asking that genuinely because I want a police officer to say, no, you really can't do that. Or am I wrong? Or am I right? Really? Well, it depends on the circumstance. Uh-huh. You know, you have a small community of about 1,200 to 1,500 people. Um, and let me start by saying no community is immune from crime. Mm-hmm. We know that. But then you have to look at your calls for service. You have to look at what type of calls you have, the type of arrest that you make, and then you make a decision if you need that type of force. Mm-hmm. Um, I would rather have compliance first mm-hmm. than to have a show of force. But now, again, if you have to use force, just make sure that you're right in using force and the amount of force that you use is correct. And that's where training comes in. Yeah. I mean, it really does because policing is not for everybody. Right. It's not for the faint of heart, you know, and I'll give you an example. When an officer from Brookside or any law enforcement agency pulls somebody over for a routine traffic stop. Okay. I mean, you've heard that. Right. The officer doesn't know you. The officer does not know what you may have done. Right. What may come back on uh, the records check, Mm -hmm. what you have just done. You may have committed a murder. You may have robbed a bank. You just don't know. So the officer is going to be cautious for officer safety. 
Mm-hmm. But you can still do that in a professional manner. Right. You right. Know? Right. Um, and still talk to people in a professional manner. Absolutely. But yeah. if if the occasion arises to where you have to use force, whether it's taking somebody down or pulling your gun out, then do that mm-hmm. because you're trying to keep yourself safe. Yeah. And believe it or not, the suspect's safe. Yeah. And the citizens. That's right. It's so much going on. Uh, we do have body cameras, body okay. worn cameras. Okay. You know, okay. have cameras in the vehicle. Okay. So the thing is to make sure that they're on when they're supposed to be. Uh huh. See? And going forward. Are you going to grow the force? Do you, do you have, you know, I know you're going to perfect the force, but do you need more officers? Yes. 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 No if, answer, buts. Um, Small community, but certain areas I went on the ride along with the guys. Mm -hmm. Certain areas, um, if an officer were to get in trouble, Mm -hmm. response time from somebody else Mm -hmm. might not be that good. Mm -hmm. So we will be bringing on more officers. What that pay looking like? Well, they make about $18 an hour, which is good for that size community. Okay. But we will have some restructuring. Okay. After I finish with the rules and regulations and and the administrative stuff, all that. Um, And I think it'll be an agency that the officers, (laughs) the mayor, Mm -hmm. and the community will enjoy to call their own because we have to work at it together. It's not my department. It's not the mayor's department. It's the citizen's department. Right. And trying to reach out later to um, key stakeholders, Mm -hmm. leaders, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to have that conversation Mm -hmm. about what they also want the department to look like Mm -hmm. is very important because I need their input. What are what it, overall, you know, uh, noble or whomever, wh- what are our police officers doing to recruit that next generation that, you know, to fill those shoes and, and fill those boots? It just seems like fewer and few, fewer people are going into law enforcement. I mean, there are several reasons for that to pay and then what they see on TV. And it's funny you should act, ask that. I'm the. Alabama chapter president of Noble. Okay. And so we teach um, to kids from the third grade on up to 18 years old a class called The Law and Your Community, mm-hmm. which teaches them what they should be doing when approached by law enforcement and what law enforcement should be doing too when they approach you. Mm-hmm the right things to do. Okay. And if those things by law enforcement aren't happening, if you're a child, you just comply and let your parents know. Try to get a name, badge number, car number, whatever. If they were rude to you, if they did something to you that they should not have done, you need to tell your parents and they need to file a complaint. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people like it, some people don't. Most kids who I teach do mm-hmm. because they appreciate going through the scenarios and things of that nature. Um, 
recruitment for Brookside is going to be geared towards inclusion. Uh huh. Um, we do have a good mix, but we do need to get more inclusion. Gotcha. Um, and that's going to happen. Um, we are not a part of the Jefferson County um, personnel, personnel board. board. Mm-hmm. No, we are not, but I'm looking at that. I'm looking at the possibility of being CALEA certified like Birmingham is, even though it will be for a small agency. Right. That's way down the line. Whether I'm chief or not, I'll be pushing for that, and then it'll be up to the mayor if he wants to do that. But um, having those standards, those standards that are nationally known, yeah, will help the agency. It will put the agency in a positive light. And then, of course, the main thing is your policies and procedures are only as good as you doing those policies and procedures out there in the street. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Don't let them get you up there and just use your name, man, to get them out of trouble and then let them (laughs) kick you to the side. Well, they could do that. As long as I have something in place for another chief coming in that he can build on, he or she can build on, I'm fine with that. But um, I have a good rapport with the local media, mm-hmm. even some national outlets. So, like, we were talking about relationships. Right, right, So right. it's not about saying, Mr. Mayor, why did you not keep Henry Irving? <laughs> right. No, it's about, Mr. Mayor, are you going to continue the progress that you've made since Henry Irby has been there. Man, you, you, you're such a good person. You, you, that's just your character. Where, where do you go to church? Third Good CME is my home church. Yeah. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I know a good praying man when I see one, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in the presence of, of a good Christian brother. <laughs> I try my best. You have some people who may look at me sometimes, and I've had people walk, are you a minister? And I have to say, no, sir, or no, ma'am, I'm sorry. (laughs) You do have that look. Yeah, but I'm far from it. (laughs) I'm far from it. I'll be the first to say, you know, I've sinned, and I pray every day, you know, for God to forgive me for my sins. Let anyone who is without sin cast Cast that stone. Cast the first stone. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be realistic about that as well. But I try. I try my best to do the right thing. I try to treat people fairly. And my daughter can attest to it. My wife is not um, patient with my daughter. (laughs) She says I'm a little bit too patient, but I like to have those conversations, you know, so I can hear how she's feeling and what she believes. I mean, the bottom line is what daddy and mommy says goes, you know, but I still want to talk to you and, and understand why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's just, like that. You, you just know? have the most gentle spirit. I mean, it's like you I chuckle at it. Yeah, I try to. I'm not perfect by a long shot, you know, but for the most part, I really try to treat people right. Um, Before we get out of here, just give us a good word. A good word for tonight is that Brookside is changing. Change is coming. 
and relief is coming for the citizens and those who visit Brookside. And we want you to watch, we want you to listen, and we want you to report anything that's not right. Yeah. Well, as always, I love you. Same um, here, brother. Man, you have <laughs> you done had my back a long time, man. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Without doubt. We ain't gonna tell all them stories, man, but, but that's yeah, all right. that's I'm all talking right. about you to bend down for me. That's all right. And I love you for it. I love, I love you, you too, for brother. It. All right. We want to thank interim Brookside Police Chief Henry Irby for joining us. We want to thank you for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63 and UrbanHam.com. God bless. This podcast has been brought to you by Jefferson County Sheriff's Office.